Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spesh. Hello. And with us, all the way from Wisconsin, John Van Berger. Hey, guys. What's happening, buddy? Uh, well, let's see. I'm, uh, I spent some time painting today. Uh-oh. The wife must be yeah. home. <laughs> Actually, she's furloughed this week, so ah. as a matter of fact. Now, she's, she's been working home, but, but she's furloughed this week, so there is a cost-cutting measure for the company. So she's home for a week without pay this week. Oh, so there's the honey-do list. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does she do what my wife does? We are ripping out the tree in the front yard. We are doing the garden, and there it's the, the proverbial we. <laughs> That's right. You're getting rid of the big tree in the front yard? Oh, not the big one. No, no. Oh, okay. There's I like that. that tree. We, we call it the fire tree because it comes out with this bright red color. You have more than one tree in the front Sorry, the burning bush. Yeah, it's the one that I park my truck against, and you got to position it just right so that you can get in and out the car door. Oh, it's a bush. Yeah, Yeah. it's a bush. Yeah, that bush thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bush bush, tree, tomato, tomato, potato, potato, whatever, (laughs) huh? Uh, Yeah, I think that's going to go the way of the dodo. Hmm. Um, But yeah, it's it's always the... um, not the real we. <laughs> she, she says, yeah, we're out mowing the lawn. I don't see no lawn mower in your hands. <laughs> so so are you painting, John, or are we, Actually, in quotes, painting? <laughs> uh, we, she did a lot of, she did like all of the prep work on it. And then I uh, helped her with that today. But we are actually going to go paddling tomorrow morning. Ooh, where are you going? Oh, right on. Uh, we are, we're just going to go to a local lake. We're going to, um, but we're going to take down the canoe this time and get out and do a little bit of, uh, the, the, the sort of the joke is after you've been quarantined with someone for two months that, you know, when you hit the water, finally, you want to take individual kayaks and just go in opposite directions. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh, we're going to take the, we're going to take the Nova craft out. And uh, we're just going to go do a little paddling uh, nearby tomorrow, and and get up early in the morning and go out and and just uh, let the let the morning unfold. Awesome! That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. We had we went for a walk last week. Uh, the the lo- some of the local parks and stuff uh, out our way anyway, because uh, I know there's other ones in the Toronto area that aren't open yet. But the one mm-hmm. in in Ajax here, Rotary Park, has a big has the waterfront trail, which is part of the. Trans Canada Trail thing, uh, but yeah, so it was open, so you could go out and you could do your walking, your hiking, your biking, and stuff like that. And I did. There is a boat ramp there because I, I launched there um, at the boat ramp with the kayak and the canoe to to go up Duffins Creek or out on Lake Ontario. And they don't have the the dock in yet, uh, but uh, there was a couple of paddle boarders down there. So there are people paddling the river, uh, Duffins Creek there. They call it a creek. It's it's small river. And um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to start maybe doing some evening paddles down there. But nice. uh, yeah, so I'm gonna see, there's, there's not a lot open because even Rouge, uh, Rouge um, Park, it's, it's. Rouge River, Rouge Park. Yeah. 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 What is, is that it? I know it's a controversy. I don't know. The, the Rouge. They call it the Rouge. Yeah, we've always called it the Rouge, but it's like a, it's not a provincial park. It's not a, it's, it's oh, there, there's another <laughs> name for it. It's not a, it's not considered a park. It's a, 
it was some sort of conservation yeah. area thing. Yeah, there's a, a title <laughs> for it. Anyway, uh, it's not open. So you can't go there. And that's only, what, 20 kilometers from our house. They're only, but they're limiting, they're sort of coming in stages of opening stuff up, right? There's a lot of areas that, you know, parks and conservation areas that are open for day use only and stuff like that. And they're opening boat ramps. So, so that's good. I want to get out of my kayak now. It's, uh, it's, we're going to, me and the kids and me and the family are going to try and camp this weekend in the backyard and I want to get out on the kayak. Yeah. Now with everything being open, only day use up here. And not everything. They're they're yeah. limiting. Yes. Right. Mono Cliffs uh, Provincial Park uh, oh, was yes. opened for day use, so people go to go to some hiking trails. Yeah. Now, I have said for ages now, what's going to happen is people are going to be so yay, I'm free. They're going to run to these places, and it's going to be cars up and down the highway, packed. And they're going to end up closing everything because people are just yeah. not going to. So there's, there's a video. There's so many ways that that is irresponsible. Yeah. What, the, what was in that video. There's that video. There's a monocliffs. M-O-N-O-C-L-I-F-F-S. It's a provincial park here in Ontario. And somebody's drop, driving by. And apparently, um, they say it's, it's, it's supposed to be like that happened last weekend. Yeah. There's lineups of cars. Yeah, that was up and down was, the highway, both that sides of the roads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you see cars. It's like for several kilometers, both sides of the road, cars, 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 and then towards the end of the video, if you look over the line of cars on the side of the road, you can see on the edge of the forest a gigantic parking lot. Just and that's a huge parking lot there if you've ever been. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge parking lot, and it was packed. Like and who in their mm. right mind would show up and see all these cars and still want to park? Yeah. Like, I yeah. would just keep driving. It's like, okay, well, I'll find the next spot. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's what, what I've said since the get-go. He said, they need to have some sort of staff to be waving people off going, no, 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 no. Just keep on driving. Yeah. Keep, mm-hmm. keep on yeah. driving, right? Staff yeah. with baseball bats. Yeah. <laughs> Stun <laughs> guns, <laughs> cattle prods, whatever it takes, man. Ooh, yeah. the cattle prod's an intriguing thought. John's coming back over and over. And Wait over. a minute. Come <laughs> up there and work with security. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was that was something. I mean, when we we would, we did the walk, so we went out for a walk down the at Rotary Park down the the waterfront trail. And I'd say 97% of the people were doing the social distancing thing. You know, you'd be coming up and everybody would oh, move over to the, the sides of the trail and that sort of thing. It was the bikers that were, were not caring. What, what, like how? So if you got a group of people, and there was a few times where there's a group of people coming one way towards us. And so we're over to one side and they're over the other side. And people on the bike will slowly go between all of us. Like right between oh. the two groups. Yeah. So instead of, you know, waiting behind us or the other group till, you know, somebody passes and then they could get out and pass the people walking or going around on the grass around all of us. Cause you know, they've all got mountain bikes on yeah. these, oh, yeah. these asphalt yeah. wa- walking trails. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there, so there's like two feet between me and the bicyclist sort of thing. And it's just like, you know what? Really? I, I said I said uh, made a couple of comments to a couple of them, and they 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 just didn't care. Yeah, 
And that's what's going to do it. That's what's going to throw everybody back into, you know, you want the second wave coming of COVID? Like, right. that's going to do it. Yeah. So so what's it like down there, John? Well, you know, where Yeah, how's I'm your second at, wave? What's that? How's your second wave? <laughs> our second wave? We're still working on our first. Um, <laughs> where I'm at. And, and, you know, I mean, not a thing to joke about, right? But uh, where I'm at, we're pretty lucky. Um, Knockwood, we are, again, you know, we're out in the, we're a very rural county. We're one of, um, we're, we're, we've had five cases in our county and it just jumped to eight. That's not bad. So, so we're super lucky, you know, and so when, when I, and, and I understand that, you know, when we're talking about these things and so, um, try to be, you know, conscious of that and what. Or other people like over where you're at, right in the Greater Toronto area, where where things are kind of scary. So, um, but we're we're pretty lucky here. They're opening. They opened a lot of the state parks again. Uh, a lot of the places have been open, so I've been able to get out and do some hiking. Um, I've spent a lot of time. We had talked before about down in some of the state wildlife areas yep. and and hiking the trails and the old uh, fire roads and logging roads. So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, and then I went up north to uh, about an hour and a half north of where I live. It's the the reservoir where we saw the uh, the Mennonites in the speedboat that we talked about last year. Right. <laughs> um, Six episodes ago. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, we, uh, I saw one guy in a boat, in a fishing boat, when I was up there. And that was it. Um, Pretty quiet. And park yeah. workers, and uh, you know uh, the people, the the Forest Service workers, and that that literally was it out there. And it was kind of weird, right? I mean, it was, obviously alone time on the water is kind of cool, but there's that thing in the back of your mind. It's not just you're there early season now, right? Yeah. Um, and so you know that's a little weird when you're going by campgrounds that at this time of year would normally have people in them, and you know the sounds of kids and things like that so and there's nothing but it was yeah and so up there and it was quiet and and uh but it was great i mean it was a great it was a great day the water up here we've had a lot of rain lately so the water was high and it's you know it's still cold so the uh the water's super clear and so you could get back into places you normally that during summer you know that they kind of cut off and and become marshes, and right now you're able to paddle in them. They're still part of the lake, right? And so it was it was pretty great. I you know I and I don't want to say that too much because I know you guys are chomping at the bit to get out. So it was just okay. Yeah, no, no, um, no. We, we've given up <laughs> paddling for the year, so we're already planning 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was it was it was good to be out. It's you know it's that. It's a it's a nice time of year. Um, you could look in the water. You could see, I mean a lot of fish in the water because it is so clear, and uh, it was great. Yeah, it was a good day. But in terms of people out up, up in the area where I'm at, um, you know there there are some people out in, in some of the lakes because fishing season just opened. What was it two weekends ago? And right. so you have boats in some of the some of the bigger lakes and more popular lakes. But place I go. It's it's still pretty quiet here. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So hopefully it stays that way. Mm. 
you know, until everything. I really hope so too. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't want, like I say, what we're running into now, you right. know, that's just going to be way too much. Well, and that's, you know, I drove up there hour and a half, roughly got up there and, and the, the places I normally put in are attached to campgrounds. So those were all closed still. So you couldn't, I had to go to a different, you know, like a boat landing to be able to get in. Right. But had I gotten there and it was full of people, I, you know, I, I would have just kept going or I would have gone to, you know, like an area where I could walk the kayak down to the water because I have no desire to be that the, the, the video that you showed from the, the cliffs provincial park. Seriously, that was just insane. Yeah. Yes, there's you know? way too many people. Like, it, it's not logical. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to harp on this, but it's not really logical for some to come along and see, like, okay, I'm going to park my car and walk two kilometers to get to the hiking trail. Go for a walk on the street somewhere, run your house, go around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You, you're doing the same thing. You're walking on the side of a road with too many cars and too much traffic and too many people. It's like it doesn't make sense that you're going to do that, go to so much trouble to go to a, a local hiking, the, the Monocliffs hiking trail, right? It's just it's just insane. Yeah. And you can't. I can't even envision people being able to uh, keep a proper distance on the trails. And, and I can't even imagine trying to be safe on the trail, not trying to trip over people with that many cars there. Yeah, that I mean, it was like that when yeah. they closed everything to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's like and, that and again, what do they think is going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to yeah. close it all again. So, well, yeah. hopefully when, uh, when, down your way, it definitely stays. Yeah. Nice and quiet. Yeah. When you when I saw that video, it reminded me um, up in northern Wisconsin, up on Superior, we have the ice caves that form. Right. And oh, okay. Yeah. That's. The ice, it has to get cold enough for a certain period, long enough time before the, the uh, what is it, I think that maybe the DNR opens those up or allows people to go out to those, you know? Right. And, and it rarely happens, to be honest. And so when it does, my father-in-law and I went up there um, several years ago, and it was this, it, that's what it reminded me of that, that video that you sent to me of the cliffs, where it was, you know, all these people parked for miles on the road basically and then you walk down and there's all these people out there that was a time of no you know COVID 19 yeah Yeah. so you know uh, but when i saw that i was just like oh that's that's as crazy as the ice caves are you know so (laughs) it's a yeah yeah it is it is um but speaking of things being postponed that's not yes. even a segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're postponing getting out there, are we not? Sure. <laughs> what else is being postponed? Uh, well, me painting for a while, which is a good thing. <laughs> well, I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> and Jan's downstairs painting right now, but oh. um, we have uh, we've made the final decision that we're postponing the Yukon journey uh, until next summer. Right. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's too many risk factors to up there, you know, to be, to be bringing it up there, um, to the river villages. (laughs) Apparently I'm catching something here. You okay there? Allergies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, no, yeah, when no me and Siobhan just... saw you post that today about the about the journey, it was uh, we both was like, oh well, we we 
sort of both sides. The writing was on the wall, but uh, right. we were sad that you actually had to get to the point where you had to go and and kind of say, yeah, this is not... So you can see, when you see something coming, you see something that possibly is going to happen, you think, ah, it might not, it might not, it might not. But then when you finally kind of put that stake in the ground and say, it's not happening. Yeah. It's uh, so you mean Siobhan talked about it. We were kind of sad about it. And so it, it, we were looking forward to to watching you along your journey and stuff. But, uh, but uh, yes, but I will also add that uh, there's still maybe a little bit of happiness because uh, I couldn't go this year, but I'm pretty sure I can go <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so looking at if you want to turn like... a negative into a positive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but is that a positive for you or a negative for me? Or, I mean, uh... <laughs> well, it's, it's still, <laughs> I, I hear okay, you, John. Sure. It's a negative for you, John, but... <laughs> It's a positive for me. I got it. Got it. Sure. It's also a positive uh, for Siobhan because Derek's going away. <laughs> but it is what does suck is that all the planning and effort and expense, yeah. and it's yep. you've put a lot of effort into this, and and it's it's your own expense. You're you're spending your own money to raise money for first responders, and and now it's it's postponed again. Like it got postponed half of it got po- postponed one year, and right. <laughs> now that it's get postponed again, and it's uh it's so maybe I can maybe I'll help you make this a success in 2021. There you go. I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> donate a motorboat and a motor to you for next year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can do I, I can do this trip in two days. There you go. See, <laughs> finally it's done. <laughs> can you do it on a houseboat? Took him eighteen years. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, people go up and and every year people go up and they'll they'll get a permit and they'll cut logs and they'll they'll make a houseboat or a raft. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they'll float a raft or try to. A lot of them break apart because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um. Which I shouldn't laugh about, but it is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, yeah, I mean, you you know, you could do it. There's there's areas you have to watch because there's lots of rock bars and stuff out in the flats. But yeah, um, yeah. So tell and, us and about, tell yeah, us about your about your cancel journey. Tell us about this. Well, we were. I, I today was going to be actually the day where I was going to leave uh, and start driving north. Yes. So. I, I've kind of known that this this day is coming um, in terms of of you know making the announcement and everything and but um, I think it just doesn't make sense to take the risk of of bringing it up there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. the one of the, the the main things there's there's really two things that that made this a a, a no go. And one is this year, whereas last time we really focused on first responders, this year we were going to work with school kids throughout the U.S. and Canada. Mm-hmm. So we okay. were going to connect back with kids in, in schools. Yeah. And summer programs are gone now. Outdoor education programs are you know basically gone now. So that, that was an issue. It was like, oh, so all of the, the work and everything that we you know, were doing to to be able to connect with students that went away. Uh, and then, then the issue of, you know, the bigger issue of, of taking, possibly taking the virus to these, um, small river communities 
you know, um, I, I just, I, you know, I can't do that. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's part, that's, you know, one of the things, you know, the Yukon's not a technical river, right. And there are certain, I, I won't name names, but there are certain outdoor adventurers who are like, no, that's not a wilderness river at all. That's uh, there's boats that go up and down there. And, you know, but one of the, one of the joys of that river are going into these little towns and meeting the people there. And so, um, without that being part of the journey, you know, that it, it changes. Yeah. It changes it. Right. Yeah. It's not like it's, it's what we envisioned the Yukon journey. The Yukon journey isn't necessarily just about paddling the river. Right. Because if it was just paddling the river again, get the Novacraft 16 foot, throw it you know i can load everything in i need in it and start from my friend's place on marsh lake and i can paddle out to the bearing you know mm-hmm. um, assuming everything goes well without stopping in any of these little river towns once that's not the yukon journey either right this we're, we're yeah. just we're doing something a little bit different so um so what we've decided to do is you know push it back till next summer and um We'll we'll give it a shot then if we're able to if it's safe to do so, and and we'll go from there. So um, it's one of those things where you say, yeah, it's it's kind of a drag. I've I've worked on all of this stuff. I spent all this money on getting things together, gear and cameras and et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? It might happen next year, and we're all healthy here. I mean, that's the bottom yes. line right now, yeah, right? Exactly. So Keep it there's way. a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I think we can, we can be thankful here that I'm, I am, I'm sad that I'm losing something that I've wanted so badly, but that's all I've lost. It's just something that I want. The Yukon's right? not going anywhere. Yukon's not going anywhere. And I haven't lost friends or family to this. Right. So, you know what? you know we'll we'll try again next year yeah and yeah. if that doesn't work i'm coming out and i'm gonna live with you guys i'm just gonna go back and forth between your houses <laughs> yeah that's cool that's cool you're and welcome that's, that's yeah. my summer Join plans us. for next year we got an attic in our garage <laughs> <laughs> you laugh when you suggest that but <laughs> well i'll hey, have to clear I, it with I, the raccoons the squirrels in the bar possum. so it's perfect for you john <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah true enough true enough Big so yeah tv we, and fireplace you're welcome here well god i you know be careful what you say <laughs> we have, but let me just say <laughs> we have a porous border bef- between our countries i'm just going to point that out <laughs> we got a runner <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so well, we're so you know, we'll, we'll figure something out and yeah we'll look it's at gonna it suck though and, to put to put so much effort into it and to plan so hard and, and yeah. put your heart into it. It's, it's gotta, it still has to hurt to have to postpone it, but it is what it is. There's not much you can do about right. it. It's, right. uh, and you know what? And people, you know, after even just, just today, I just posted, uh, I guess. So by the time people are listening to this, I posted this yesterday and, um, I have gotten so many nice comments from people. Um, and even little videos uh, of uh, of some friends uh, toasting me with some beers and and uh, to cheer me up, um, you know that that kind of stuff. You just it's 
it's that's awesome, right? Yeah. And, yes. And you appreciate that more in, in these kind of times than than you would even normally. So, Absolutely. so thanks to thanks to everybody and and for your your best wishes because we really appreciate it. And you know, to put a, a sort of a bright lining on it is next year you've already got a whole bunch of stuff. You know, the the contacts you've made that you just can call them up right. and say, "Listen, didn't work last year. Are we good this year?" You know, yeah. you're that much farther ahead next year as well. So right, yeah, you know. yeah, and and you know, and we'll go out and and hopefully, you know, the the thing I think that <laughs> probably every parent in North America who hears this is thinking, when are we going to get schools going again? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, our our school year just got canceled for until yeah. fall. Yeah, yeah, So I think you know the to have that that sense of of you know some sense of normalcy when they when they figure out how to open schools and everything and and the cool thing is you know the next year then the Yukon journey will be part of that so yeah um, yes. cool yeah yeah awesome well so just, that's that's where that's at well let's scoot to this year okay Derek where are Hello? you tripping this year where am I tripping so so we were supposed to talk about this, but uh, now it's back up in the air. It's, uh, I, I don't know if I should be talking about it because Mike hasn't publicly mentioned anything about it online. But, yes, uh, he has. No, not what I'm about to talk about. So talk about it anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, mad oh. at Mike. <laughs> so I'm the, mad at uh, Mikey, so yeah, talk Ontario, about it. Ontario Parks have changed their their fee structure. Oh, and yes, yes. To do any camping in Tomogamy. So what's changed is normally it's like, uh, like I don't know, eight or nine bucks per person, and, and you get up to like nine people, it caps out, yada, yada, yada. You can only have so many people on a site. But so in certain areas, uh, like Wabakimi, Tomogamy, and stuff like that, they are having a per, they are having a campsite fee. So if you are a sole paddler or you are a group of nine people, it is $40 a night. So really? so what that looks like now is that uh, for me and Mike to do our trip, uh, it's it's... We can. It's not like it's a huge or unreasonable expense. It's just that it's it doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem. It's not logical. So it is unreasonable. It is and it isn't. I think what they're responding to is people that uh, that are uh, they just a bunch of people just go in and they just go camping or whatever. And so what they're doing is like, okay, well we have to change the fee structure. They're obviously reacting to something. So for I I just don't understand completely the logic. But if I was to go solo camping in Tamagami, I would pay $40 a night, and I would look across to the next campsite with like three or four canoes and a whole bunch of people on it, and they're paying $40 a night. Between four of them, so 10 bucks each. Yeah, so it's... it's yeah, that's, that's things, wrong. Right? You can paint so, that any way you want, but that's wrong. It, it is wrong. It, it doesn't make sense, and I think for them to do this, there must be a problem with people not registering for camping, and they're just taking campsites, and or people register as a solo camper, and they bring 10 people with them, or I don't know what the cause or the reason yeah, is. Yeah, because you, uh, can get, you, you get your permits online, right? Yes, yes. So that's the sort of thing. Is I, I exactly. bet you that's what, that makes sense, but yeah. you're penalizing the solo trip. Exactly. 
Yeah, so uh, uh, Mike has reached out to Tierney Angus, and uh, he's asked her what's going on or if if so we're right now we're inquiring about crown land camping and and off the beaten path camping to see because there's a certain route uh, from kevin callen's book that we want to do right yeah and so what we're trying to do is we're trying to replicate that sort of but on crown land uh, it's it's we're trying to figure something out and mike if you're listening i i'm sorry i'm talking about the trip well it's still not planned but tough nuggies uh <laughs> well it's it's one of those things that until you have a plan down it's, you, you kind of hate to talk about the trip right so uh, well, i never I'm got invited so talk about it <laughs> yeah you know i'm saying the same thing invited. here sean yeah i know there's absolutely no invites coming mikey and it's i used to try mikey and trip. i and marcus used to uh trip together all the time <laughs> all the time you know when the last time i tripped with mike I, I, was I count myself lucky that I get to join Mike and Willow. I've been trying, like I've been talking to Mike for the last six months, and uh, so I was. I had hoped to do a spring trip with him, and he says, oh, "No, you, it's me and Willow. You can't join me in the spring." It's like, "Well, dude, what do you mean?" Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I, I count myself lucky that he he's uh, let me join him on this trip to Tomogamy. I I really like the area and uh, and uh, I'm happy to. I love camping with Mike. He's uh, he's one of the best paddle partners I've had out there, and I like doing the uh, the the Burt Reynolds uh, Memorial River <laughs> Run with him. And mm-hmm. so uh-huh. it's uh, didn't get yeah. an invite for that either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't yeah. either. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and now that I mentioned it, you didn't get one either, eh? <laughs> Yeah, we know where our bread is buttered now, don't we? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mikey. Enjoy Sorry, your Mike, trip I'm with Derek, enemies. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and just for those that don't know, Mike Burns was uh, used to be one of our guests on our show, but now oh, he's been no. banned. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get an email from him so fast. <laughs> yeah, first thing tomorrow morning. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, Sorry, my Mike. My theory on this is, I mean, I you know got a chance to meet Mike at the shows and stuff. And Did he snub you, you there and- too? Nate doesn't <laughs> snub anybody. Mike doesn't snub anybody. He's uh, an angel. He, he is. He is. <laughs> What I was going to try to continue to say was he is a super nice guy. He's genuinely nice guy. But here's the thing. Mike is one of those guys, too. Like, you see him post on Facebook his home projects and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And he's one of those guys where... He is amazing. Yeah. Like, by the time I'm thinking, okay, I want to put this shed here. Now, how can I do this and that stuff, right? In a comparative time frame, Mike looks at that. Goes out, buys all the materials, has it back, and he's put up the frame by the time I've got the first plans laid down. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, by the time I get to the store to get the materials, Mike has already got the whole thing together. He's got carpets in, yeah. he's got a barbecue going, he's videoing the dog, you know. He's smoking his and, pipe in his rocking chair that he made yeah. on the front porch. Exactly. He makes the rest of us look bad. Yeah. And my so theory on this is the reason yeah. that Derek wants to go out paddling with him all the time. It's because Mike is one of those I guys. Need a shed that, built. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Built a shed at every campsite. <laughs> <laughs> Amogamy should pay you. Um, yeah. 
But see, my theory is he does all that stuff, and Derek just kind of sits on his butt in the campsite and yeah, things beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike oh, does yeah. all the work. Boat. Yeah. He holds down that log. He sits on the log and holds it down in case the park didn't pay their gravity bill. <laughs> so, by the way, his, his log cabinet he built. So yeah. he, uh, he, it's all scrap logs from a winery. He managed to get his really? hands on all this scrap, these scrap poles. He uh, built that log cabin, and just last weekend, he put, he finally installed his uh, wood stove. So it's ready to go. It's he's got the wood stove wow. in. He's got the uh, the outhouse in, and it's he's it's all ready to go now. Did he build an outhouse wow. in the cabin? No, it's <laughs> an outhouse is typically outside the house. Well, that's what I was so, questioning because you said you, he's got the outhouse in. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No, outhouse. I in. He's built it in. He's it's built. <laughs> it's against the fence line, but it's not really an outhouse. And and he caught a lot of heat on this from from me and Alan Drummond and and Sue and <laughs> so all of us going, hey, dude, this is a wall with a hole. <laughs> <laughs> a wall with a you're, hole. <laughs> well, you're not enclosed. There's no door. There's there's only one wall and a seat. That's it. Oh, so it's a bus stop. You're crapping in the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, we're still here. <laughs> we lose you, Derek. Uh oh. Alrighty. Well, let's. Uh, Let's take a quick break here and see if we can get Derek back, and uh, we'll be back to continue this conversation. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners. So if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. I think we got everybody back online here. It's uh, Unfortunately, when we're doing things the way we are remotely and everybody's in different places, uh, sometimes glitches happen and we've been glitchified. Yes, and Sean's been harassing me relentlessly for a couple weeks now to replace my router. And uh, I, I'm I'm absent-minded, so I keep forgetting. <laughs> absent-minded, or what is it when you? Why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? Lazy? No. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you say to me, <laughs> change my router over my dead body or something? Like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet do, you did. I do need a new router. This thing keeps kicking <laughs> off, and yeah. And there's a couple times where it's kicked off, and I didn't know it kicked off, and then I found out it kicked off because my phone says you've used fifty percent of your yourselves your data plan. It's like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> well, yeah, because the last so. time we had the big outage, I kept on talking. I was one. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, Derek, jump in. Jump in, jump in. <laughs> I wasn't, there. wasn't even there. <laughs> so I had this massive conversation by myself. <laughs> I got some pretty awesome answers, I must say. 
<laughs> the most intelligent I've been in a long time. <laughs> Why, Derek? Thank you. <laughs> He's not arguing my point, so he agrees. Yeah, but he wants to agree with everything I'm saying. Derek, 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 Derek. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, that was your router that time. That was my router. Yeah, that was just before I got the new one here. Yeah. So, uh, so you're you're planning the trip to Tomogamy. You guys just aren't sure where. <laughs> yes. So we, Closing we won't... the loop. Yeah. I am planning on Tomogamy, but we just have to we have to figure out through. We either have to decide to to spend a couple like two to three hundred about three hundred bucks. So yeah, it's going to be about three hundred bucks for six days, mm -hmm. or we're going to do a Crownland camping route and uh, and significantly less. Yeah, well, play it by ear. Yeah, yeah. John, but we're definitely we're definitely doing that route. And then what else you got then? For me, yeah. Um, so I we talked about the Frontenac Arch. Yeah, biosphere. Yeah. Yeah, the front deck arch biosphere. Uh, so that was, I think, four episodes ago. And uh, you know what? I've been looking at that. I've been pouring over the maps. I've been, we, I've been just looking at it, and I've been talking to Siobhan about it. And so I, it, with uh, with the kids out of school and stuff, no school. So it's going to be a solo trip. But I'm going to go to front deck arch biosphere, and uh, even if it's just a weekend, the second the second they say, "Hey, you people can go camping," I'm going to say, "Yes, I'm one of those people. I'm going camping." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I'm so looking forward to that. I uh, I just I just want to get out and and in the interim until we're you know there we're allowed to do overnights in in campgrounds and or in backcountry uh, areas. I'm going to take the kids out camping. Most likely this weekend. It's one of the warmest weekends we've had in a long time. I'm going to go in the backyard. Well, you know what's good about camping in the backyard besides getting the kids out there? You can have a shower in the morning. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's fresh coffee from the coffee maker, and Ooh. and you can go on the stove, and yeah, you can walk out of your tent buck naked. Oh, morning, Mrs. Johnson. I have neighbors. <laughs> hey, I can't do neighbors. That. Eh, you know. <laughs> Uh, if you have recipes that you're tr you you want to try in a camping environment, yes, that's the that perfect time to yes. try out new yeah. recipes, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you get a campfire going in the. You, I think you got one of those backyard fire pits, do you not? Uh, well, I will. I'm going to build one. Okay, yeah. Okay. So if you need some bricks, let me know. Um, oh, I, I've got a bunch of rocks. I'm going to yeah. build one of the rocks and stone. Have so Mike I, Burns I, I, come over. He'll have that yeah, thing knocked yeah, out. Yeah, Mike, he'll, he'll have it there by the time you're out of the shower at seven in the morning. <laughs> now, I, I've got this large pond that I've built in the backyard, and I, I picked up about two ton of uh, river rock and stone, so I'm just going to pull that out of the pond and make a fire pit. Yeah, there you go. But you yeah, go. you get yeah. your fire pit going and uh, try some new recipes over there, man. I am going to do that. And, and you know what? Like, how many times have I not done bannock camping? It's like I have no excuse now. It's like yeah. I've got. Uh, I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to portage. I don't. I don't have to paddle anywhere. It's like I've just got all day. And, and I think what you should do is you should go for like you know the the seriously complicated stuff and the spices that you're not you know really used to because if you get really sick or you get food poisoning you know you can just go inside <laughs> to the toilet you're right there, yeah. there right this is your chance to really you know take that campfire camping... curry <laughs> campfire curry yeah. to the next level yeah chimichangas over the fire or i make it real <laughs> 
I make it real, and we uh, we set up in the backyard. I walk into the front yard with the house keys, drop it in the storm drain. I have no access to the house, <laughs> and then it's real. Well, you've never kicked a door down. <laughs> <laughs> front door's expensive. I'm not going to kick it down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that that's definitely the time to try new, try new recipes and yes. stuff like that. If you got yeah, a nice nice yeah. nice fire that yeah. you can try out, because yeah, if something's not quite right, then your house is right there. You can go grab something and give it a whirl. Just right. keep track so that when you are in the backcountry, you go boom, we did this, and yeah, it's it's yeah, like, you you perfect your recipe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what about you, John? You got anything else planned this year? Well, I think you and I should go to. Uh, Someplace. Shea Derrick? Mogami, whatever. <laughs> you know? We're, we're going to take pictures of us camping in Derrick's backyard and just start posting them <laughs> while he's gone. When he goes to Tamagami, <laughs> yeah. you and I will go to his backyard. And and Mikey's too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're just going to post pictures. Like yeah. Well, I, like I have, it. I do have a pond in my backyard that will fit an 18-foot canoe. So if you plop down to like a 16 or 14-footer, you can paddle a couple feet back and forth. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, it's evening, full moon, skinny dipping. Oh, I, <laughs> okay, I'm ducking, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I am totally out of this trip now. <laughs> my neighbors will complain. <laughs> they don't know who you are. We'll be wearing masks. <laughs> Derek gets back home. The cops are on his doorstep. Yeah, <laughs> what, what happened when I was gone? <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, sure, it wasn't, sir. Please come with us. Put your hands behind did, did your back. Do you have hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, when I was in grad school, we had a friend that went out and and did a language program out in Oregon, and so she left for the entire summer. And so we had a couple of parties where we, where we basically raided her wardrobe and everybody put on her clothes and 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 took pictures and sent them to her. Ooh, oh, wow. um, awesome! <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. she spent the whole summer seeing pictures of all her friends in her right. clothes. She was in her clothes. That's my blouse. Having, we were having kitchen parties and stuff, and and she had a cat. And so we 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 love the cat. Now, don't people with cats don't send e hate emails or anything else? Okay, uh, to freak her out, we decided to do a nine deaths of Izzy the cat uh, photo series. <laughs> and so, for example, there's a picture of me sitting next to the bathtub, you know, with Izzy and a a toaster about to be dropped in the water, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that just came to mind when you said this about when you know he's gone. Yeah, and he and Mike are out. I think. This, you know, this has got a good idea written all over it. Or maybe we just get a whole bunch of strangers and start paying. So they'll have bathing suits on, but you won't look like they've got bathing suits on. And we'll just take pictures of them so that they're, everybody is naked in his pond. Complete strangers. 800 pictures of naked people in your pond. A big sign That's, up out front. Yeah. yeah. That, that is rather disturbing. And, and then we'll do the same thing. That. Of people walking out Mike's cabin door. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cabin would be like a clown car. Oh yeah, yes. Eight, yeah, just eight hundred people coming out of his car. <laughs> They're climbing in the window, coming out the door, so it's nonstop, right? You could do like you know Mikey stock and, yeah. and get a band out there. And, yeah. and, oh, uh, oh, that's a brilliant right? idea. Oh. He yeah. has like uh, his property is like 
two, three hundred meters long. Uh, yeah, hundred and fifty, two hundred meters pond, long. So this is like and Woodstock already. You can get everybody yeah. out playing in the mud. All the hippies out back in his pond. Oh, right? that's brilliant. Oh, oh man, I have summer plans now, man. Yeah, so do I. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> we just we just got to put a band together. And in other news, Derek and Mikey are no longer going to Tomogamy. <laughs> and Derek's wondering why. Mikey will not explain. <laughs> uh, he says it was something to do with the podcast he listened to. <laughs> uh, I'll call, I'll call his wife and she'll be in with this. And the potential reduction of property values. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Eh, he's far enough out in the country. His neighbors will probably join in. <laughs> oh. Yes, yes, they would. Yes, they would, because I know his neighbors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be great. So, yeah, well, we got plan. When are you guys going again? I just got to firm up some details there, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, I think outside of that, yeah. I think my, uh, my, Big plan for the fall will be, I'll probably stay pretty close to home this summer. Yeah. Uh, my big plan for the fall will be to paddle to Wisconsin. Uh, I'll do a source up on the Michigan state line and paddle it down to the Mississippi. And uh, depending on how I feel at that point, I may continue down the Mississippi a bit or I may, you know, call it there. But I'll probably do that in September. And okay. um, and I may do that big uh, winter winter dumb walk as uh, oh, right, right. Alan Roman refers to it uh, this winter. Oh, um, oh yeah. So, the ice trail or the, the ice, ice age trail. Yeah. Ice age uh, trail. 1,140 miles uh, all in Wisconsin. And yeah. um, is Wisconsin so that's, that big? That's, <laughs> oh, well, the, the trail runs like north, south. It goes east, in a spiral. West. I mean, it just, yeah, really. <laughs> You know, it just starts as a little circle in the middle and works its way out. <laughs> There's a giant clover leaf section in the middle. Yeah, that's right. Like a giant corn maze in the middle of the state. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like to do that. That one, you know, there's that one obviously has a lot of kind of tentative things around it because of of the virus. Yeah, but. Um, the the Wisconsin is uh, is pretty likely, so I'll probably be doing that in September, and uh, pretty mm -hmm. excited about that. And I'll be sending postcards from like every river town to Chelsea from the Yukon journey because <laughs> that's the trip she really wants to do. So the Wisconsin know. one, yeah, yeah, that's know. actually how we met was was online chatting about that, and because right. it runs pretty close to pretty close to my home here, so. How long, um, how far is that? 400 some miles, I think. How long would um, that take you? A couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> An afternoon. Are you talking about doing it within a couple of weeks or? Yeah. I mean, you know, the cool thing about this, this route is, uh, the good thing is the last hundred miles or so is, uh, mostly a uh the lower wisconsin state how do they call it state recreation area or state waterway right and um so you you camp on uh sandbars and it's beautiful and it's really fun um the northern part of it though is there are all kinds of dams uh it's a working river and and you know this is where 
there's still a lot of dams set up from the days of you know a lot of the the um, paper mills and timber and right and uh, so there are some there is one port portage excuse me that is um, oh about he almost said portage <laughs> I know right you guys said it killed me on that one and everyone down here is like go ahead say it John say it, say it. Say it. stand up John do it stand up. <laughs> 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 the um, there's one that goes through I think Wisconsin Rapids, which is about a two mile walk through the middle of of town. Oh, uh, so yeah, so you know you get your that's where you have the little cart, and um, you know drag that uh, drag that <laughs> canoe behind you. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also you know I, I I'm looking at. Uh, maybe getting a, a new canoe because that's also you know a lot of these you have to go from the river up steps um like like <laughs> floors of steps up to kind of up to a wooded area to get around the dam right and so i mean it's you know there's a lot of of uh, kind of hustling to be done as well so looking at maybe a lighter canoe than well than, if you're doing uh, it solo yeah right Right, and and one of the things that I've been doing when I've been going out recently and and doing all these these backpacking that I was telling you about locally in these day hikes and stuff is um, I have a lot of ultralight gear now, and so you know my pack weight is uh, what is it right about twenty pounds without water, and so. You know, you you're going to add some weight, obviously, for paddling gear, mm-hmm. but that's that's not a bad pack to move on a uh, on a portage and food, right? You add some food in, so so then you do the dehy food, right? Yeah, um, so you can keep weight down. Well, and you're passing um, you're passing towns too, right? Right, and that's so the other thing too, right? You can you know yeah, you can stop in yeah, a local walking. whatever and buy some dehydrated, just add water, right. or boil in a bag, rice sort of things. Grab a, grab a burger on the way through town, or yeah. you know, it's Ooh, Wisconsin, so you get a cheese sandwich and the Wisconsin <laughs> cheese sandwich tour. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, you start. You have a cheese sandwich at home, and by the time you get past four hundred miles, you see how much change in taste <laughs> there's been in those cheese sandwiches. They get yummier and yummier yeah. and yummier because you're not Greener. making them. I'm so yeah. hungry now. It'll taste good. Yeah. These are this is the last sandwich that I made at home. Yeah, they're not getting yummier and yummier. They're just getting greener. They all look like blue cheese now. Yeah, yeah. Blue cheese sandwich. Yeah. Ah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's uh, that's the plan for me for you know this uh, fall and and uh, yeah and I'll be doing more painting. And, yeah. uh, you know, unless we keep you on here uh, recording all night, well, you know, the good thing is on the <laughs> break here, there. I went down and, and, uh, Jan had not only finished one room, but she had done like the stairways, the, as well. And I'm like, Oh God, we got to record every night. Yeah. So see, yeah, let's, I'll call in tomorrow. Even if you guys aren't there, I'm just going to say, call. I'm, I'm going to be listening to music saying, Shh, I'm talking, I'm recording with guys. <laughs> <laughs> We have to do this special episode tonight. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. night, man. <laughs> well, as for me. Oh, um, we don't care. Yeah, nobody cares. 
Nobody loves me anymore. I am not planning anything till September, October. I'm going to keep all my, my trips for um, mm. fall. Now there awesome. was, there was something I was invited to in September. I don't know if it's, I can't talk about it, but, uh, I don't know if it's still on or not, uh, with it, with all this going on. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be doing a bunch of, I'll, I'll maybe do a week or something in October to thank Canadian Thanksgiving, like I always do. Um, or I may even stretch that into two weeks and do a longer trip, you know, do some, hopefully there's some nice, nice scenery and, uh, whatnot where I'm going. The fall colors should be out if I don't go too far north. Uh, there might be some snow. There might not be. There should be some rain. <laughs> might not be. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I got a few routes I'm thinking of, a few spots I'm thinking of. Uh, but I, it's all going to be September, October stuff this year for me. I, I don't think I'm even going to bother worrying about July and August. Because August in Ontario, I'm not sure. I, I got to think it's pretty much everywhere. August is the busiest month it for is. holidays. Yeah. Everybody right. wants August. And if we're still, you know, if we're just sort of getting out of everything come August, um, I know in my company, I can bet you 80 to 90% of the people are going to say, you know what, forget it. I'm taking Christmas off. And they're going <laughs> to go home for wherever they're, you know, go visit. Like we got people from the islands. We got people from the Dominican and all that work with us. Uh, people from out East and, and, and everything. I bet you people are just going to start flocking away at Christmas for two weeks off. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, so September and October, I should have no problems getting time off and go for two, three weeks somewhere. Well, mm -hmm. careful. You don't get yourself snookered there because, uh, September, October, the, not that I want to harp on it, but you know the, they're talking about a resurgence of uh, of coronavirus in the fall, right? Well, good thing I'll so. be on a canoe trip then, because it won't get affected. <laughs> well, you better hope that you get on the canoe trip before it happens. <laughs> That's why I'm planning not to Bring be here, buddy. Oh no, Bring he a can't. Lot of food. He can't come yeah. back. He's been quarantined <laughs> <laughs> above the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to plan all my stuff, and I don't normally plan in bug season, but I'm planning this year bug season just because it, I'm worried that's going to be my only chance, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, and thinking into the fall and and uh, when normally I would I, I love fall camping when the leaves are falling and yeah. the bugs are gone and and yep. you get that nice little crisp layer of ice on the puddles in the morning and I love that time of year, right? It's just it's just so I don't know, I, I just find that's that's home to me, right? It's that's when mm -hmm. I like the best that's my best time of year. So but <laughs> this year it might be a, a little different. Merry yeah. Christmas. Quick come around the fire. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm also considering that we're gonna be it, it, it's my gut, it's my gut feel, but uh, I think we're gonna be homeschooling the kids uh in the fall. Nah. I don't think so. Really? Nah. Yeah. It's nah. my gut feel. No. I think so. No, you're wrong. You're wrong, man. You're wrong. <laughs> you know why? Because I say so. That's why. Because I've had enough of this no. crap already. And I am not <laughs> oh, wait. Wait a minute. Do. I don't have kids uh, in that I have to homeschool. Never mind. <laughs> have fun, Derek. <laughs> you realize that at this point, he'll, he'll 
homeschool the kids, even if school is back open, just to prove you wrong on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. I can't wait to ship them off back to school. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be dancing, parties, yeah. pinatas, streamers, fireworks. Back to school. <laughs> the kids are having a blast, though. Like, the, the two of them are little, little buddies. They just do everything around the house, and they, they love the doing all the homeschooling. And so it, cool. it's working out pretty good for them they're loving it but uh, it's a lot of work for us yeah yeah oh, better you than a me buddy better yes. you than me <laughs> you know you could hire me as a tutor and i come live in your basement what can you teach can you do math i teach how about french teacher? so these are french immersion kids oh see now you're uh, messing me up <laughs> okay can... math is if you can do math in english that's fine I could do math, English, and social studies. Can you do the new that math? That works. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I can't no, do new no. math. Yeah, yeah. No. John, John yes. stick yes. to canoe trips and let Derek homeschool. <laughs> Good point. Okay. You moving will thank, on. You will thank me later. Moving on. <laughs> hey, have you guys seen Dane Jackson lately? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. There's a video that was put out. Dane Jackson. It's not, again, it's not a very good segue, but hey, <laughs> I welcome it. <laughs> we will welcome it. <laughs> well, welcome to the show where segues don't matter. <laughs> you know, speaking of global warming. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> what exactly does it have to do with your toes? <laughs> I was looking at my toes and I was thinking, you know, Dane Jackson's toes in that kayak must have been pointed <laughs> Straight down as he went off. <laughs> huh? Dane Jackson. That? Are you talking there Dane you Jackson, one of the best kayakers in the world, who's teamed up with GoPro for his latest paddle project? I think so. That, that would be him. That guy, that guy? Do you know what he did? Hmm. Drop okay. down Chile Salto de Mall waterfall. The second oh, tallest yeah. waterfall a kayaker has ever attempted to ride. There's a video. POV video, point of view footage. Of yeah. Dane Jackson dropping 134 feet down this waterfall, and the white water at the bottom is like it's. It looks like if you pour a beer really badly, the amount of heads <laughs> you get on that beer, that's what it looks like he's going into. It is. It is pure white water. Is bubbling. It's boiling. It's. It's wow. And yeah, all you see is a ooh over he goes. <laughs> But wow. you did say it's the second tallest one. Second tallest one, yeah. Ever tempted. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what happened to the guy who did the highest waterfall attempted? So what about that climate change, boys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I assume he's I assume he was successful. Since it's a happy story. I think and we're we talked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Salto de Mall is an epic viewpoint across a fairly regular looking landscape of flowing river and rocky outcrops. As soon as the camera gets closer, you see the magic, draw, intensity, and danger that this drop has. It's pretty cool because you, you, they're showing it and you're going, there's this river and it's all rock, barren rock on each side going way up. And then all of a sudden there's this cliff. From that point, you're coming towards this cliff and there's one massive waterfall. Um, coming over, and it reminds me of the the one waterfall, uh, Skogafoss, up in Iceland that we checked out. 
yeah. it just there. just yeah. just comes straight over, right? And then they're showing a viewpoint from the top before they go over. And there's it's it's almost like a it looks like a bowl with these massive yeah. cliffs and everything, and there's one river that just cuts through uh, this this rocky plain. It, it's it's really out outworldly looking, uh, barren barren desolate country looking thing. But yeah, the water right over it was pretty cool. Um, remind me, and I'll throw the link up to the to the video because it's pretty it's pretty cool. Oh yes, yes. Uh, I'm just going to write a note, Jane Jackson video. So yeah, so that's what happened in, uh, with that one. So how do you like that segue, boys? But you so know did what? Prove, did we find out for fact proof that he's the, of Jackson kayak? Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's Dane Jackson of the Jackson kayak family. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I I wasn't sure at first, but uh, yeah. So the uh, I, a lot of the people I don't know that do uh, whitewater kayaking, uh, Jackson boats are very popular. Yeah. They've got a really good oh, streamlined yeah. design, square sides. It's like it's a very popular boat. So well, especially if you're going 130 feet over 34 feet over a waterfall, <laughs> apparently it's pretty popular. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he was wearing when he was doing it. Oh, this sounds like a segue. He was wearing a PSD. <laughs> was oh, this a proper oh. segue? Topic, talking this, of PFDs. This was a proper segue. You did it. You nailed it. Nailed it. Is... <laughs> oh. oh you get one of the <laughs> Sometimes. It is September yet. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, I was. I'm gonna go paint. I'm gonna go paint. <laughs> I think I hear my wife calling. That's right. So when I was I was googling some stuff as I always do because I'm a googler. Um, I came across the Mustang Survivals Chimera PFD. It's a hybrid PFD, and I think it might be one of the first ones. So you got your foam flotation PFDs, right? And you got your um, inflatable ones with the little CO2 cartridge or the little mouth okay. tube sort of thing. This combines both. So you got your f foam flotation and it's also got a backup um, CO2 cartridge. So it's got it's got the standard flotation, but it sounds like it would be a smaller flotation package, yeah. less yep. foam. Yeah. But then as a backup, it has an expanding compartment for the CO2. Exactly. So, oh. so you can either expand it with the CO2 cartridge or manually because there's a little mouth tube, which they yes, call the yeah. oral inflator, but that just sounds rude. <laughs> so <laughs> they, the mouth tube. It is tube. what they call them. Yeah. Um, so this thing actually, they, there's a an instruction manual that comes with this life jacket, which I don't think I've ever gotten a instruction, instruction manual. manual. Even with my Where would you keep that in your kayak? Well, well, it's exactly <laughs> it, right? Um, even with my Coca-Tat, I don't think I got to, you know, like wash with soap and water, hang to dry sort of thing. And that is about it. So I'm going through their little manual. Cold weather towards or below freezing, the CO2 will inflate slower and not fully inflate the jacket. It uh, provides less buoyancy as well, so you can top it up with the mouth tube. Um, they say what? to do the CO2 first <laughs> and then use the mouth tube, not vice versa. Because if you blow it up with the mouth tube, 
and then the CO2 <laughs> can cause problems. <laughs> right? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm, uh, me and John are both laughing, and he's getting me going, and I, I'm probably making him laugh harder. Please do continue. I yes. want to learn more about the mouth tube. <laughs> Not the oral inflator. So this jacket. <laughs> I'm trying to keep things professional here, people. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing is you're talking with two 15-year-old boys right now. <laughs> please, what? please tell eight? us about this, Jack. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, 250 bucks Canadian, 200 US. You say it's on sale right now, John, down there? Yeah, I think I saw it at uh, when we were chatting earlier at REI for about 150 US. Okay, so it's on sale, so if you want to buy one. Uh, owner's mm-hmm. manual says it's for persons over 41 kilograms or 90 pounds. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, over 90 pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not kids, in yeah. other words. Yeah. Used okay. for people aged 16 and up. Not to be used for water skiing or other high-speed, high-impact water sports like jet skiing. So it could become damaged or become in- injure the the user. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when there, you have a, a rib poke through that, it won't inflate. So. Yeah, well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the part that, uh, oh, one thing that they did say, and I've never, cause I've never had, a, a blow up <laughs> one like that. warn you of this. Yeah. The CO2 cartridges may not be allowed in checked or carry on baggage. Oh, on okay. A plane. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I've heard that sort of thing, but I would not immediately think of that if yeah, I was going so somewhere with my gear, right? At altitude, the CO2 cartridges. So atmospheric pressure holds back the pressure inside the co2 cartridges it's mm-hmm. a small membrane on top of the uh, top of the cylinder so at altitude it can release mm-hmm. and uh, so assuming it's in the luggage compartment it could release in the luggage compartment i don't know about what damage it could do but if you happen to have it in the cabin suddenly you're going to have a overhead compartment suddenly hissing out co2 right yeah mm-hmm. uh shoulder adjustment straps and side adjustment straps for like I say, bigger people, smaller people, that sort yeah. of thing. Yep. And then I'm starting to look at some of the little warnings and extra things that, that <laughs> the come downsides. with this. The downsides to this jacket. It, all the, uh, now, the, one of the downsides is just, there's just this little pocket at the front. A little, little pocket that you can put stuff in that's closed by Velcro. So there's no zippers, there's, there's no extra pockets or anything like that. So that's very limiting. Not recommended for non-swimmers or weak swimmers. <laughs> so, when those that's, Olympic that's, swimmers are out there kayaking and canoeing and stand-up paddleboarding, this is for them. This is for them, hmm. but not for the weak but swimmers. But not for the non-swimmers or the weak swimmers. It won't save you yeah. if you're a weak swimmer. It's <laughs> kind, of, um, so, kind of like advertising an automobile and says... Not for people that want to arrive on roadways. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, kind of one of the points. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Would be um, to help people who have an issue with swimming when they hit the water. <laughs> that was my thought. However, <laughs> I, okay. I, I am not 
not um, um, adverse to saying when I'm wrong, uh, but I thought <laughs> life jackets <laughs> were to help non-swimmers and weak swimmers, but you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Unless worn inflated, this flotation device must also be properly armed with a full CO2 cylinder, inflation system status indicator, and an accessible manual inflation lanyard. So unless you're, if you can't just put it on, if you've used the, the CO2 cylinder and then you, and then you let out the air or the CO2 so that you can take the jacket off afterwards, unless you put a new CO2 cylinder in there, it's right. You're not supposed to use it. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, a lot of these cautions are, there's a lot of lawyer speak here too, right? Oh yeah, there's, I know, but you're, you're, if, they're, if they're putting it into these instructions, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> so, I, I would, I, I don't know about people. If you're using this in the backcountry, and if you are relying on this, like, I, I, I would hope that you're maybe blowing it up a lot or something with your mouth uh, through the mouth tube type thing. But uh, I just can't see, I, I can't see that you're gonna on a remote trip, rely on a life jacket such as this. Uh, that's what it's supposed to be used for. Well, I don't know about <laughs> that. Like, like there's a, you know, there's a lot, a lot of these, uh, back country, wild rivers and, and the Amazon, Columbia and so on that if you want a last ditch effort, something that is going to save you on a really bad day, I don't think I want to rely on this. I think this is a weekend warrior type life jacket. It's going to be smaller, more compact. It's going to fit tighter to the body. It's going to give you more movement for paddling and more twisting. And you, you, it's Proficient. you're going to be more flexible. Or, or yeah, you know what? It could be easily considered a fishing life jacket or yeah. or something. I, I don't know that I would want to use this for some serious whitewater because in serious whitewater, if you get banged around and disoriented, you're not going to be thinking, oh, I hope my CO2 cylinder, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> because you're not, you're not thinking. All but... All you're doing is saying, I need to get to the light. I'm upside down. I'm, I'm <laughs> at the bottom of waterfall. I can barely see the light. I'm like 16 feet down. You're not thinking Go about the your light. life jacket. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I had a poltergeist flashback there, man. <laughs> Take your oral inflator and go into the light. <laughs> at $250 Canadian, are you going to only use that for day trips? You know what? I would. I might use this for maybe competitions. It, it, it no, no. Now, personally, I don't compete at Whitewater. And I don't do the the route runs. But if this was going to give me an advantage where I was more flexible and could paddle easier, and in a emergency with emergency services nearby, I could maybe rely on it, but also rely on other people to save me. Then maybe this would be a really good piece of gear but this is not something that i from the sounds of it i'm going to use in the backcountry where i want to self-rescue i'm not going to rely on this as a self-rescue device well maybe you're not <laughs> <laughs> like i want to be i want to be very good very skilled so that i don't want to have to count on the fact that uh, maybe my co2 cartridge is going to be expended or fail or and i have to use the mouth tube and i have to inflate it myself and i'm you know in in 
big, big, big uh, white water where where the buoyancy is, is super reduced because of so much air in the water. But and this isn't and, only for white water, though. Well, you know what? Again, there again, what John mentioned earlier, if this was, say, I'm on a, uh, I'm kayak fishing and I'm going to say, you know what, I'm kayak fishing. I need some maneuverability. I want to do some casting. This is the perfect device for me. If I'm going to flip over, I'm going to be in a wetsuit. I'm going to, you know, pop this off and, or, you know, the minimal buoyancy is fine. It'll just, it'll get me up to the point where I can inflate it. But uh, I think this has a very narrow range of uses. I, yeah, I, I, I think I'd agree with you there. I, I think the other thing is when I look at what this is, so you say, okay, let's assume that this, you know, I, I don't know this company. I don't have any, you know, any connection positive or negative with them. Let's assume, you know, the more complex a system is, the more likely it is to fail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know if I hit the water in my, you know, I've got an NRSC vest. Um, I love it. If I hit the water, it's got the flotation in it that will help me. Yep. It's yes. not that I'm going to hit the water and hope that the CO2 goes. Exactly. You know, or that there's not a puncture in the system or, or anything. And I'm wondering what you gain by this because while there's some issues maybe with maneuverability, you know, the cut on my sea vest is such that, you know, I, I you know, I think the biggest thing about this, the NRS, and and it's it's a it's a, a downfall of every PFD you'll wear, is that they can be warm during warm weather, right? Mm-hmm. You get you exactly. know you take them off yeah. and you're sweaty and you're like okay, but but beyond that, you know you look at that and say okay, well the, my sea vest is about two pounds. I look at the Mustang and it's one pound fifteen. 0.2 ounces. So, I mean, they're really trying to hammer this in as, as, you know, kind of this dual flotation thing. Yeah, you're saying yeah. 0.8 ounces. Uh. Yeah, and, and and you're only getting, I think, when it inflates over, for example, the sea vest that I've got, you're getting five pounds of flotation with it, an extra five pounds. Yeah. But I, that is assuming that it works. Yeah, yes. but see... Precisely. And there, I didn't see anything about it automatically inflating. You've got to pull no, the tab, right? It sounds like you have yeah. to pull a cord, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so going back to if, even if, if, if somebody does use this for a trip, say, right? Mm-hmm. If you use the COT cartridge, you must replace it before using the PFD again, or it will not be considered an improved flotation device. Yeah. So if you yeah, use the cartridge and then you unuse it in the evening yeah. when you make camp, and then the next day you've got to rearm it. You've got to put another CO2 cartridge in there. Or How many you CO2 have to cartridges? down in your kayak or upside down under a waterfall, got to kind of hope you have enough air in your lungs to inflate it Well, because you don't didn't <laughs> replace the CO2 cartridge. No, it says you have to have one in there. Well, it says you have to. That's probably the that's the lawyer speak. But if you are on a trip and you don't replace the CO two cartridge, it is not an approved flotation device, and the U.S. Coast Guard <laughs> and Transport Canada will come and arrest you. They that's say right, you must you have a by law an approved flotation device. 
Without yeah. the CO2 cartridge, it is not an approved flotation device. Therefore, you are wearing an illegal device. And they will shoot you. And they will shoot you where you stand. <laughs> These are just the things I've, I read in the instruction manual. So, again. That you keep inside your kayak. Yeah. Um, if you are, if you're out for 20 days, you got to bring 20 cartridges just in case. <laughs> and the last so, thing I'll say about this. Yeah. You have to perform a leak test every two months. Inflate it and leave it for six hours to see if it loses pressure. So I, I bet that's part of the warranty. I would think so. And safety as well. <laughs> yeah. Because you yeah. don't want to pull it out and then find, oh, there was a pinhole leak over the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So, so yeah, I can't really see the benefit of this. It's a cool idea, but I can't see the, the benefit. Well, I, I haven't Googled it. I haven't looked at it online, but I would guess that this is going to be somebody that is doing a... Stand-up like paddleboard yeah. day or something. Yeah, a stand-up paddleboard or somebody who sails a sailboat or or you're maybe you're in a competition on, you know, you're doing gates down a whitewater course and you need the maneuverability and stuff like that. But I don't think it's going to be anybody, anybody who does a trip. Or it, it it's going to be for Olympic swimmers. <laughs> Definitely not for the non-swimmers or weak Phelps. swimmers. Yeah, yeah. If anybody is listening to this podcast, please do not go and buy the Mustang Survival's Chimera PFD hybrid <clears throat> if you are a non-swimmer or a weak swimmer. <laughs> because apparently you're not going <laughs> to... You're, you're not in the target audience. You're not in the target product. audience for this jacket. <laughs> so anyway, I just, I've never seen a big instruction manual like i think it was like 30 pages or something like this it's for, unusual yeah but you yeah. know what it, it sounds like if i had read the instruction manual it sounds like the inflatable life jackets i have for sailing it sounds it's, like uh, they're covering their butts yeah it, it's just it's minimal flotation but uh, it, it's an option for maneuverability and comfort yeah. and it's still available in an emergency situation but not for like a long-term backcountry trip or anything like that it's it's just a product that fits a very niche market i'm thinking so definitely thinking yeah. so yeah. and you want so, the maneuverability right yes absolutely this is yeah. all about maneuverability and you know what else is about maneuverability <laughs> is this like a segue number four <laughs> yoga yoga is teaches you maneuverability <laughs> you're killing me <laughs> so Derek yes. you sent me a list of yes during the, the pandemic that's happening as we speak Gym yes. workouts and yoga. There's a lot on YouTube. There is a lot. And so it's, it, it's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's so on. So a lot of people, a lot of people who are, uh, are gym rats and stuff like that. You, if you, if you go to the gym and you want to get on a, you know, into a cycle class or, or whatever, or you're going to a hot yoga class or you go to do routine yogas all the time with social distancing like all that stuff is cut off all these places are shut down so uh, i just this all of the stuff that i mentioned to you earlier these are things that uh, not me but my wife and kids have been using so um for no. workouts <laughs> but and not for me yeah 
because he he doesn't need the maneuverability. That's right. <laughs> that that the Mustang <laughs> survival chimera BFD offers. I I will admit I do watch my wife do yoga, but it's hey it's... hey 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 hey. <laughs> but uh, my... this isn't gonna this isn't gonna go back to the oral inflator, is it? No. <laughs> But no, it's uh, so and what I, what fascinated me and and got me asking questions because like I've been still routinely going to work right I don't mm-hmm. I haven't been working from home, and so it's like I I came I came downstairs and the kids were in the basement in front of the big screen TV and they were doing yoga and Siobhan was upstairs just like hey the kids are down there doing yoga what's going on oh that's <laughs> cosmic kids yoga they love it. So it's, and so I said, what do you guys do here all day? Is this what you guys do? And so, yeah, th- they do. So Siobhan, she, uh, so Leanne Hennessy, uh, a lot of people listen to this uh, podcast know her. She does her yoga on Facebook and Siobhan routinely does her, had, at first she was doing routinely doing yoga with uh, Leanne. And uh, she also did uh, her, she did some workouts with uh, this Joe Wick guy. So Joe Wick, does a couple YouTube exercise um, channels. And so one is uh, uh, Joe Wick. So he did this often routinely online on YouTube. But now with the pandemic, he's expanded it. He's changed up the routine and he's accommodated people who are not getting out as much as they want to, but they still need that. Uh, people who do a lot of exercise, do a lot of running, it, it's something you get addicted to. You get addicted to the endorphins. You still need that kick, right? Mm-hmm. So what he's doing is he's, he's Allowing, he's saying, "Hey, this is what you can you can do. You can you can still stay fit when you're when you're in the middle of a pandemic. You still get these exercises." So Joe Wick, he does the uh, Joe Wick YouTube uh, exercises, and it's pretty hardcore. My wife said it's pretty tough. Uh, I have no idea. I never did it, but uh, and he also does. <laughs> he, you just watch your wife do this and say, "Come on, hurry up! Do a little better. Yes. <laughs> hurry up! I want to watch my I want to watch my TV show." But he also he also does PE with Joe, so physical education with Joe, and it's a YouTube channel for it's a uh, it's a body coach TV for kids. It's a kids. Uh, physical exercise channel, and uh, so well, Joe, those Joe Wick and uh, the the PE with Joe are the same guy. Same guy, yep, yeah, same guy. He okay. does two channels. Yeah, if you go to Body Coach TV on YouTube, it yeah. comes up with this with his uh, page. Exactly. So Joe Wick YouTube and uh, PE with Joe YouTube uh, Body Coach TV as well. And this this I actually watched this thing and I thought this is really interesting. So the uh, the one episode that I saw the kids doing the yoga. They, uh, it was, uh, oh, which episode was it? It was, uh, I can't remember which Star Wars episode it was, but it was, uh, they played out the whole movie, but it was all these, the scenes from the movie in concert with yoga poses. And it was like crashed, uh, Empire Starships in the background. And then like, you know, Padawan's doing yoga scenes and stuff like that so it the kids were watching sort of a movie and doing yoga so right. it was it was really fascinating the kids loved it and so the kids are down here in the basement uh, doing their yoga and and it's like i never thought i'd see my kids interested in yoga but they were doing it along with the show right mm-hmm. so it's just it was just fascinating so yeah if if anybody's and i guess maybe we maybe could have mentioned this like 
weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> well, we did. But, but, but yeah. So there's, anyways. So there's all these things online, and I've we've only mentioned four of them here, but there's tons of them out there because yeah. there's a vacuum of of these, uh, you know, gym classes and and you know, spin classes and stuff like that that you can't do anymore. So uh, in the current state of things, and until things reopen, that if you are looking for that physical exercise kick if you want to do a spin class online if you want to do any physical exercise or yoga or whatever there's lots of stuff out there and uh, a lot of these people they do it on a very routine basis like the Joe Wick guy he does several he does several shows a day or you can just go and find his old episodes and catch Mm -hmm. up oh he does a 9 to 11 every day or something or 9 o'clock every day yes he does a live five five days a week yeah Monday to Friday yes yeah, and then there's all the recorded stuff that he has. Yeah. And Leanne Hennessy, uh, I don't know how often she does it, but I she think does she's a couple of times a week. Yeah, a couple um, times a week. Yeah, and then she also because the yoga studio she's with, I think there's a couple ladies that she's with there. She'll film them doing a session, and they film yeah. her a couple of times a week doing sessions. Yes, and she yeah. well the thing with her as well is she also does um, private sessions. I know she's doing stuff with the boys and girls clubs. Um, oh, she's awesome. doing stuff with guides. Um, she's been asked to do a couple things with some synchro figure skating teams or something like that as well. So, yeah. you know, yeah. So there's lots of, there is a lot of people out there and unf- the sign of the times is going virtual and Leanne, Leanne's really getting into that. Um, yeah. and yeah, you, you, you can call her up and say, listen, we've got all these or go to Facebook and find her and say, Hey, yeah. you know, we, we've got a group of people that are interested in doing yoga and she can set something up for you and point you to all these other people so that once we're all ready to get back out there, it's not we'll like we're all, um, or sorry, once we're allowed, we're not, we're not get back out there. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not, yeah. We're not Molman. This is the light. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be physically fit. We'll be ready. We'll be, we'll be, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, we, we'll we'll if we focus on these things, we'll be able to get out there and get in into our watercraft, our canoes, our kayaks, our paddle boards, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We'll be fit and we'll be ready for it, and it's not going to be a shock to the system. Because the last thing you want to do is is you know sit in your basement for like eight weeks and then suddenly go out and have a heart attack trying to have a kayak race or something, right? I so am you gotta, the flotation you gotta... device. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, exactly. <laughs> that too. That you just keep like the canoe at home. Like, <laughs> it doesn't really fit in my daily schedule of drinking beer and eating cheese. I mean, right? <laughs> you know? It does I when you're floating down the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. You, you definitely got to stay in shape if you can. And yeah. th- this virtual way to do it, the YouTubes and the Facebook videos and all that, it's definitely really helping people out. And kids yeah. seem to really enjoy the yoga stuff. They do. They do. Yeah. And it's it's all what you want. Like, I'm I'm not a big person for yoga. And, and I, like, I do, I spend time on my treadmill watching the kids do the yoga and whatever. And it, But it's, it, every, it do, to each his own, right? Yeah. Everybody does what they need to do to stay fit, to stay healthy and heart smart and stuff like that. But it's uh, there's lots of stuff out there that it just takes a all it takes is a few minutes online looking to see what 
you need to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've only mentioned four of them, but there's there's hundreds of things out there that you can find on YouTube or Facebook or whatever to to get yourself back in shape or maintain the shape that you're used to maintaining, right? Round is and a you shape. Know the- Round is, is, <laughs> is a shape. <laughs> the words heart smart have never been put together before in the state of Wisconsin. No. Uh- <laughs> But the words more cheese, please, has. (laughs) So when I get out actually on the water and I have that, you know, heart attack, (laughs) you guys can play this conversation. (laughs) We warned them. We warned them. You know that Costco sells a an AED that's only twelve hundred dollars, and it uh, anybody can use it. it has, it's all voice instruction, and uh, all you have to do is attach it to the side of your kayak. And uh, if somebody sees you in a, in a in a fit of heart attack, they can pop open the little case, and it says, "Attach, <laughs> check the person's respiration, check the person's heart rate, attach chest." It does it all for you. Oh, John's right? going to be if- in his kayak. He's already going to be wearing it. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was just gonna strap it on and go for it. Pre-installed. It's pre-installed. He's out there with his beer and his cheese. Has a heart attack. Boom. I'm not feeling so good. I just pound that little puppy. Nice little jolt of adrenaline. Yeah, there you go. I won't need a PFD at that point. Ten ten thousand volts to the chest. He's good to go. Watch all the fish nearby floating up to the surface. <laughs> there goes John with his beer, his cheese, his, his, his AED respirator thingy, and boom, a fishing net because he doesn't need the rod. There you go. <laughs> and a Thousands big basket. Dead fish yeah. <laughs> stay healthy, people. Yeah, stay healthy. Right. Don't be like me. Don't, don't be a I'm John. Not- <laughs> That's right. I'm a poster boy for cheese. Oh you know, man! Nineteen, where the nineteen represents the pounds I've put on since yeah. the start. <laughs> Don't be a John. Don't be a John. Don't be me. Oh, hey, let's take a quick break. We're man, we're we're rambling tonight. Let me tell you. Yes, we are. Uh, we're let's at, let's uh, take a quick. Are we at an hour and a half already? Take a break. Yeah, let's take Shut a break. Let's take a break. We'll be we'll be Shut right back. Shut it down. To, Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> no, we're not shutting it down. We're taking a break okay, before we shut it okay. down. We'll be right <laughs> okay. back after this. Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. Um, I think that's what we're, we're calling it a day. 
<laughs> we're gonna call it. <laughs> we're we're call, apparently I've been outvoted. We're calling it as much as we could like sit here for another five hours and yabber. It's four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one that wouldn't eat the Wheaties, buddy. So hey, what can you say? Um, I can work tomorrow. Do you? Well, so do I. It's a long walk from my. Have to go into work tomorrow. It's a long walk from upstairs I'm not to my basement. From home. <laughs> I gotta go paddling tomorrow, so I'll think about oh, you guys. Oh, he's got us beat. Oh well, in that case, I'm going to talk for the next six hours on the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> and there will be questions, John, which you must participate in. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's national parks are opening. Uh, we're gonna go through a bit of that next week. What else? Oh, uh, Derek, you said there was a new video from the U.S. Coast Guard about safe boating program. Yes, it, it, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. It's a, an individual who had an incident on water while kayak fishing, and uh, he's learned a lot of lessons from it. And he's teamed up with the U.S. Coast Guard to uh, present those uh, lessons learned. And I think it's a really good message. Yeah, yeah, we'll spend some time on that. Cool. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll do that next week as well. Uh, other than that, stories of my childhood that I'd like to bring up next week as well. <laughs> we involve, don't have time. Does it involve the color purple? <laughs> <laughs> if not, then it'll have to hold till next week, my friend. All right. <laughs> uh, you guys got anything else to, before we call it? I do not. I do not either. Oh, you guys are boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. Ah, well, you guys have a good week uh, anyway. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast down- downloading sites. You can go to the episode page at Paddling Adventures Radio and uh, find all... 224 of our podcasts. If you go to our main page, paddlingadventuresradio.com, and you click on the big banner that says what this week's episode is about, uh, that'll take you right to the episode page as well. And if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends and family and people you don't know and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And that's about it. Oh, and if you have any questions about anybody we did talk about tonight, uh, Leanne Hennessy, this Joe P.E. guy, uh, Joe Joe Wick. Okay. Yeah, it's Joe Wick because I want to call him John Wick. John Wick, yeah. Um, Joe Wick, uh, <laughs> P.E. with Joe, Cosmic Kids Yoga. If you can't find them on YouTube, you should be able to just find them, Google them and find them there. Uh, drop us a line and, and we'll get Derek to send you the link to them. There you go. Other than that, I think that's about it. John, thanks for being on this week. Hey, thanks for having me. Hopefully we'll see you next week as well. Sounds good. And Derek, uh, thanks for being on this week. (laughs) I'm always on. Hopefully we'll (laughs) see you next week as well. (laughs) Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.